This is HPR episode 2404 entitled Open Source Gaming Hash 1, Meridian 59. It is hosted by the dude and is about 15 minutes long and carries an explicit flag. The summary is a showcase of open source games, starting with the revived MMORPG Meridian 59. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. This is the dude here talking about the world of uh, open source video games. Today I'm going to talk about Meridian 59 because uh, not only is it an open source RPG, but it is an open source MMORPG. So for those who are uh, broke and need something that's free and uh don't want to deal with uh, microtransactions, this MMO is for you. Now, it was released, I believe, in 95? Could be 96, one of the two. Uh, I'm just kind of improvising this thing here. That's normal. It was originally uh, published by the 3DO company, I believe. And then it went to, like, a couple different other companies after 3DO, like, went, uh, defunct. And then it was, uh, given to the original developers, and the original developers decided to make it open source. And that's where it is today. Now, uh, the classic versions of the game, uh, you can get off of, uh... Uh, servers 101 and 102 which are on the Meridian 59 website then there's uh, server 103 which you can uh, get from uh, the open Meridian site that's a uh, private server with uh, some newer in-game content then there's server 105 which I play on and uh, it has a choice between a classic client and a client that's called the ogre client which improves the graphics of it graphics are similar to doom and uh with the ogre client uh it makes it a little bit ahead of uh doom it's around kind of quake ish with the exception of the uh enemies and characters and uh npcs are still uh the animated cutouts um, then there's also the, uh, server, that's, uh, the German server, I'm not sure what number it is, but that's the most popular one, and, uh, it also has the Ogre Client, and then all, um, uh, 
content uh, that Server 105 has, the German server does, because uh, they're run about, like, by the same people. Now, explain about open source, that means uh, you can pretty much do what you want with the game. You can develop new stuff for the game, that's why it's still alive, is because it went uh, open source. So you can make your own content, you can probably make your own uh, ports as well, because uh, currently it only works on Windows, although on uh, the classic client for uh, Server 105 apparently works online, but we, but the uh, community hasn't really tested it a whole bunch, um, so we could uh, use someone to check that. Also, uh, maybe develop a Linux client, so that way uh, you have, like, a MMORPG that is open source and free for, you know, Linux, or BSD, or whatever uh, operating system that can be made. Now, um, for the gameplay... Uh, it's first person, unless you have the Ogre client, then you can change it to third person. Um, and as you can tell, I play on server 105. That's because I really, really like the Ogre client. And at the time, it was the most populous. Now the most populous is the German server. And um, there isn't really a heck of a lot of people on uh, server 105. Hopefully that will change after this podcast to get people, you know, interested in the game again. But anyway, uh, it's first person, you know, hack and slash, uh, goal of the game is basically, you know, kind of like, wow, you know, you do quests, uh, you attack monsters, uh, the game has dungeons for, uh, players to, uh, do raids on, uh, you also have guilds, and you can have rival guilds fight each other, uh, there's at least three arenas in, uh, Meridian 59 that I've at least came across, there's, uh, the arena in Toss, actually there's two arenas in Toss, there's the Cranon Arena, which is like the big Roman Colosseum one, and below that there's the Arena of Death, which looks kind of like an underground fighting ring and stuff. And then there's uh, the Brax Arena that's uh, uh, in a place that's called uh, uh, Ancient Place of Unknown Origin. The Brax Arena is in that. And you can have uh, PvP battles there. You can also have PvP battles pretty much everywhere except for uh, inside shops <laughs> and uh, taverns and inns. But you can have... Uh, there's also uh, different factions that you can pick that give you uh, bonuses to different uh, skill sets that you have. There are no classes per se. Uh, there are different schools of magic at different schools of like uh, skill sets uh, but other than that uh, there really isn't uh, exact class there also isn't really 
uh, levels. I mean, there are experience points, but uh, instead of increasing level, you just increase your health with the with experience points. So technically, your health would be your level, and uh, you also have a mana bar as well that you can uh, increase by. Um, Finding different mana nodes that are uh, spread throughout the world of Meridian 59. Um, as for uh, the backstory, there is a huge, huge in-depth backstory of the world that you can find in different books that are throughout uh, the land of Meridian. Um, there's also different online forums that can uh, explain it better uh i know in server 105 the university of Cornoth uh also has uh, a museum for each different version of the gains uh it's just this big huge museum that explains uh what all was added uh what all hasn't been added uh they also have uh different portals that take you to like uh old uh time periods of the game such as like back when uh in toss uh it is the uh duke's nephew that is now the current duke since the duke had been murdered in one of uh the previous expansions and uh there's also ones that you could possibly might be able to play uh previous expansions uh, for uh, Castle Victoria but don't quote me on that I could be wrong on that but if I am that could be something that could be added for the sheer fact that there used to be a necromancer uh, uh, scenario that is no longer there so there are no more uh, necromancers for the game with the exception of people that played on the uh, original servers back in when that uh, scenario was um, uh, implemented. But um, for uh, quests, the questing is uh, kind of uh, weird and different. Um, you use the uh, chat to talk to the NPCs. There's different commands that you in different uh, statements that you uh, have to type into the chat to uh, activate a quest. Uh, Sometimes you have to be part of a guild or part of a faction or uh, have a certain other hit points. Other uh, quests, um, you just have to uh, just say hello or the right... um, uh, statement to um, uh, activate that quest and some of them are just activated as soon as you walk in but they uh, use that type of system because of how old the uh, game is it was considered a graphical mud and uh, it takes a lot of influences from like the old muds of um, the uh, 1980s but, um, other than that, uh, there isn't really much else to say besides that, um, uh, 
the game really has a lot of potential to uh, be played by a lot of uh, newer people and and a lot of potential to really really grow especially since uh, with it being open source someone could literally program it to uh, be able to be ported to every single operating system uh, somebody that wants to start their own server can do their own expansions uh, server 105 has different area expansions such as adding the Faroe woods and uh, the tutorial village of uh, Raza into the main map originally uh, uh, Raza um, was just a uh, tutorial area that you would go through a portal and you couldn't go back they uh, added a uh, a uh, new area to link it from uh, uh, the main map of uh, Meridian 59 to uh, Raza so that way you can uh, leave and actually come back which really helps because the crypt there um, needs two people to complete so instead of sitting around and hoping someone uh, uh, comes in uh, as a new player to uh, finish the crypt dungeon uh, you can actually go about the world and try to run into someone and say hey can you help me you know finish uh, this quest that I have to uh, complete this dungeon and also there's uh, more expansions uh, to be uh, made uh, there was a bunch of like people in the community that are trying to uh, make new areas and increase the size of the game and uh, that seems to be about it uh, I'd recommend you all to try it out and as many other uh, open source games as well so uh, I'm the dude uh, signing out You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.